already unlocked on Anaheim Ducks. For the millionth day in a row, I'm not alone as we discuss who should get the cup after the captains get it. Hmm, we'll talk about that on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks or Locked On SoCal Hockey, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going? Happy Hump Day. Yeah, happy Hump Day, everyone. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. And I'm not alone once again, as as is the norm these days, apparently. I had Sarah Avampado and Laura Saba on, on Monday's show. Tuesday's show, I had a slew of guests, including longtime listener Tom Houghton, on yesterday's show. And today, I'm joined once again by Sarah Avampado from Locked on LA Kings. And because it is Wednesday... Go check her out on Locked on NHL. How's it going, Sarah? Happy morning, evening, good afternoon, good night, whatever day it is. <laughs> by the way, this show is brought to you by The Green Room. Check me out on The Green Room later this week. I, I don't know when, but it'll be sometime later this week. So once again, check me out on the Spotify Green Room at Locked on Ducks. By the time you hear this show on Wednesday, I'll be in a different state. So... <laughs> Make of that what you will. Uh, Sarah, we talked on Monday, and you made your prediction on the Stanley Cup final. You predicted the lightning in six. That could still happen, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that could still happen. All right, so before we go on about the Stanley Cup final, uh, one note that I should tell you, because I don't know if you heard Monday's show, but Laura came on Monday's show she wanted to thank you for not choosing Montreal in the cup final. So, I mean, what do you have to say about that? She believes in, in your power, I guess. I mean, I've never been more excited to possibly be wrong about something. So, <laughs> rock on. Rock on. Um, so, I'm having you on because we'd had this discussion not long ago about what would happen if so-and-so won the cup final. And if this happened then A, then B. And one question came to mind. If either team wins the cup, after the captains claim their cup, who would be the next one to get it? So we're going to start with Tampa Bay because we're going to save the best or most intriguing for last. So let's go ahead and start with the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're the defending cup champions. So Stamkos should be the first one to lift the cup. And I'm going to go ladies first on Montreal. But I'm going to go first myself for the Lightning, if you don't mind. Go right ahead. So I thought about this, and there's not many repeat players that have come in from last season. And we could talk about Curtis McElhaney, who's a former Duck. Pat Maroon, who's a former Duck, but also a two-time champion. And Luke Shen, who was another former Duck. Look, they've all won it before. I jokingly said Barclay Goudreau, and you kind of gave me this look like, how dare you? <laughs> like, really, how dare you? Uh, but there's not a whole lot of guys that have just come in out of nowhere to claim their first cup. So it's not a long list. And typically, that's what we do. I do have one name in mind, and it's probably just the one name, and that's it. I'm going to go with... David Savard, I think he would be the first one to raise the cup after Steven Stamkos lifts it up. Because typically, 
you give it to a player that's never won it before. And Savard has been in the league. This is his 10th season. He's 30 years old. He's been around with Columbus, and (laughs) Columbus has never even seen the conference final in his time with the team. In fact, I'll go even one further. He's only played in a handful of playoff games. Yeah, that that's how bad it is. So I will just say, give it to David Savard first. He's only played 37 playoff games. And last year was the most going to the second round. That was it. So that is my choice for who should get the cup first. Um, Sarah, since I gave you plenty of time to look up the Lightning roster, what say you? Who do you think should receive the cup? Yeah, I mean, I think Savard is... Yeah, if we're looking for older player who has never won the cup before, he's kind of the only choice, I think. Um, which, you know, if that if that is the philosophy that Steven Stamkos goes after, then uh, he does kind of seem to be the most obvious choice. Um, <clears throat> the only other direction I could see it going is Pat Maroon, because it would be his third straight cup. And I feel like that seems like a thing that everyone's going to get all riled up about. Or just whoever they think the MVP of the series is. I just assume Nikita Kucherov at this point. Ooh, interesting um, choice. So, you know, I, I think that if they don't somehow feel that David Savard kind of fits the old guy without a cup uh, criteria, um, he is kind of maybe a little young to be an old guy without a cup, but he's <laughs> he's sort of their only choice on that team. Um, you know, I, I, I think that if you they don't, don't want to see him, Barclay Goudreau get it next, do you? I No, I have no feelings about Barclay Goudreau. I think that he's not a person. He's an accounting firm. But like, <laughs> I, you know, I, I have no I don't care. I just don't think that he's like notable enough to to get to be like the honor of the second guy to lift the cup kind of thing. He's just there. Um, although, I mean, so is David Savard. He's just sort of there. But yeah, I mean, it would it, it would be. Yeah, Savard or whoever just the best guy on the team was for that series. But you brought up something very interesting. To some people, Pat Maroon winning his third in a row would be a big deal because he would be the first player in the cap era to win three consecutive Stanley Cups, and he would do it with two different teams, St. Louis and Tampa Bay. So is that a big deal, no deal, or somewhat of a deal? Yeah, I think it is... You know, it is a pretty big deal because, as you said, we haven't had anyone do this in the cap era of three straight Stanley Cups. Uh, the the amount of coincidences it had to take to go from St. Louis to wind up on Tampa and then for Tampa to wind up back here at the Stanley Cup final again. You know, it's not just like everyday kind of thing. It's not a sport where the same team makes the final every year. Uh, so it, it's, it, it is significant. Like, I, I think that... You know, Pat Maroon is like the ultimate grinder kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, the character guy, the guy in the room, whatever. Uh, and he's the kind of guy that teammates love and would probably want to see him lift the cup uh, second. He's also a big moment kind of guy because people forget how big of a player he was with the Anaheim Ducks back in especially 2015. Uh, the way he kind of carried the team on his back for a couple of games in that run People tend to forget about that. Uh, He had seven goals and 11 points in that 2015 Cup run, which was upended by the Blackhawks in that fateful Game 7. 
like we've talked about it in the recent past. But he had some big moments in that series. He had some big moments earlier in that run. And same in 2014, despite them being ousted by the LA Kings. And then he had those games in Edmonton, which were good except for one game. But even with St. Louis and Tampa Bay, he's become that grinder guy that is important. So I think the guys would rally behind him too. But that's a very, very valid choice that I hadn't really put much stock into. So I like that answer a lot. Uh, Sarah, we are going to head into the first break. Uh, let's talk about, what do we want to talk about? Green green Room. Sure. You, you've been part of the Green Room before, right? I have. Yeah, I think you've joined a couple of mine in the recent past, right? Yep. Yeah, it, it's a fun time. So the Spotify Green Room is an app where you, the fans, can interact with some of your favorite locked-on hosts. You can interact with some of the best in sports media and honestly, it is a good time. We let the fans talk sometimes. And hey, as you heard on yesterday's show, we will let the fans come on and ask a question. And you could be featured on this very podcast. So if you want to join me later this week in the Spotify Green Room, find that at Locked On Ducks on the Spotify Green Room. And it is changing the way we talk sports. So shout out to Spotify Green Room there. Yeah, it's, it's always fun. And we give a shout out to some of the fans on the green room from time to time. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, also, we got to talk about Built Bar, which is the best tasting protein bar in the land. Uh, Sarah, you know who I think must eat a lot of Built Bars? Um, Pat Maroon. I bet Pat Maroon has plenty of Built Bars. To win that many cups in a row, I think Pat Maroon has a Built Bar every day. And you can have that same strength, too. I don't know why I said that. But sure, you can have that same Pat Maroon strength by having a Built Bar every day. They are packed with 17 grams of protein. You know, they only have four grams of sugar, Sarah. I mean, that's amazing. And I love sugar. Yeah. And it's very tasty without all that sugar. They're only 130 calories. That's even better, isn't it? It is. I love it. They're healthy and they taste amazing. So, Sarah, what is the promo code that they should use going to BuiltBar.com? I believe the promo code that they would use to get a nice little discount would be LOCKED15 when they go to BuiltBar.com. And that will get them a 15% discount on their next order of Built Bar. Use as directed. (laughs) I heard that laugh. No, really, they're the best tasting protein bar in the world. Ever. Ever, ever. By the way, I will always stand the Churro Puff Built Bar. Always. Eat responsibly. (laughs) All right, so let's talk about the other team in the Stanley Cup Final. The much more intriguing team, the Montreal Canadiens. Why are they more intriguing? Well, they haven't won in 28 years, and because you're here... I'll just remind you, the last time they won the Cup was in 1993. Uh, Sarah, do you remember who they happened to defeat that season? I'm going to leave the show right now. No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is the Montreal Canadiens defeating the LA Kings in 93. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Marty McSorley, for that. <clears throat> yeah, that's all, that's all I'll say. Thanks a lot. But this year's Montreal Canadiens, I think, has the much more intriguing roster. 
because there are plenty of men on that roster who have never won a cup. There are other men who it will be their first cup in about a decade and a half. So there are a lot of choices here. This one's tough. So I'm going to go ladies first on this one. If you're Shea Weber, who are you passing that cup to first? You know, Shea Weber is the old guy without a cup on this team. And so, you know, that kind of solves one problem of, you know, when does the old guy without a cup get to lift the cup while Shea Weber gets to touch it first? Um, when we first talked about this, I was like, oh, this one might be this. Like, I feel like we talked about it for a little while, kind of going through the list and trying to figure out who it is. But then I I, I was looking at the, the roster again and I'm like, the only correct answer is Carey Price. Like, you, you give it to Carey Price second. Like, he is the guy that got you there first off. He has won everything else except for a Stanley Cup. Um, and, yeah, if, if if Montreal manages to win, it will be because of Carey Price. Oh, boy. You wasted no time on that one, did you? Nope. I, 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 it just came to me in a flash, and I was like, that's the answer, Carey Price. I... Wow, I might have to agree on that. I mean, I know we went back and forth on a few guys. Uh, Carey Price is a name that comes up a lot. Uh, there's another name that came up a lot that I would personally like to see lift the cup first because he's been around a long time, but I know it's not going to be him, is Jeff Petrie, which is yeah. which who should get it third after Carey Price. Mm-hmm. It should be Jeff Petrie. I know there's going to be some pundits saying, well, what about... What about the guys that haven't won it in 14 years? Look, Jeff Petrie has been around for 11 seasons. He's another old guy without a cup. He's been on some stinkers of teams. (laughs) He's been on some bad, bad Oilers teams. He's only seen the playoffs. Oh, wow. Is that right? (laughs) Yeah. Only 43 playoff games all with Montreal. Oh, he wow. never saw the playoffs with Edmonton. He was on those bad Edmonton teams. Wow. Yeah, how's that for a terrible stat? <laughs> yeah, that's what was... Man, sorry about your life, bud. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel kind of bad for him. <laughs> and he's currently playing with, like, one and a half hands. Like... That. You know? <laughs> I mean, you talk Not about... to, like... Go ahead. Like, not to like glorify like playing through injuries and all that stuff, but like the man is playing with like half a hand because his fingers had to be put back where they belonged. Like, oh, you know, give give him the cup. <laughs> oh God, can he can he even lift the cup? <laughs> I'm sure the adrenaline will make it work. <laughs> yeah, with one and a half hands. Uh, for the record, <laughs> Carey Price has 87 career playoff games, and Jeff Petrie has way less than that. <laughs> Uh, Jeff Petrie has been very instrumental on defense, and he's also been a guy that's helped out Carey Price throughout these playoffs. So I think Petrie should be one of the first guys to lift the cup. Or they could go the other route. They could go the route by saying, well, Corey Perry hasn't won in 14 years. Okay, but there's a guy that hasn't won in 15 years. Eric Stahl. Between those two guys, if they were to go that route, maybe third after Carey Price, who would you rather see get at third, Eric Stahl or Corey Perry? Um, now it's tough. Eric Stahl. Ooh. This isn't this isn't like anti-Ducks bias or anything. 
Um, because uh, like honestly, Corey Perry being good and like useful in this series is just real, real funny. Or as um, Laura I said, like, he's been a nice guy too. Yeah, he hasn't done really anything like crappy. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like of the two of them, Eric Stahl feels closer to being done with his career. I feel Ooh. like Corey Perry could still hang around for a couple more years being that sort of fourth line veteran like shows up when you need him kind of guy. But Eric Stahl feels a little closer to maybe hanging up the skates in the near future. So I would pick him just knowing that maybe this is his last shot at it. And to that point, Eric Stahl only saw one cup, and that was way back in 2006 with the Carolina Hurricanes. People forget about this, but did you know Eric Stahl led the team in points that playoff? I mean, of course he did. <laughs> like, because of course. Of course. No, he's that good of a player. Like, let's, yeah. let's not throw any slander. No. Actually, I might be mistaken on that. Hold on. Nope, I'm not. <laughs> he led the team with 28 points in 25 games. He was a 21-year-old stud with the Carolina Hurricanes. And then he appeared again in 2009. He had a seven-year drought between playoff runs between Carolina and the New York Rangers in 2016. And then he had those awful years with the Minnesota Wilds. But the Minnesota sports teams just exude pain. Lots and lots of pain. I'm sorry, Seth Topol, but... Milwaukee sports experiences a lot of pain. Uh, maybe not so much right now because the Milwaukee Bucks are close to winning an NBA title, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, that's Milwaukee. I'm sorry, Seth. I'd like to jab the dagger a little deeper sometimes. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to hurt me, isn't he? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but as far as Eric Stahl is concerned, I, there's reasons for both. It's been longer for Eric Stahl, but for Corey Perry... He's been that guy that everyone likes on that team. He's literally bled for this team. And something <laughs> that was pointed out to me on Monday after you departed was Corey Perry has been the guy that's collected those first pucks for players mm. that have scored their first goals. And he's been someone that I can't believe I'm saying this, that some of the players are respecting and looking up to. Can you believe I'm saying <laughs> these words? I mean, yes, really. Like, Sure, he he's a guy that like everyone, even you know, Ducks fans, I think, love to be like, "LOL, Corey Perry." But he's definitely a guy who I think has always been kind of thought of thought of as like he's a good teammate. Everyone you know really respects him. Anyone I know who has ever done any sort of game tracking or analysis of you know actually watching the game to collect their own stats, whenever they have to watch Corey Perry, they get very disgruntled about the fact that like. He is such a good hockey player. They're like, I want to hate Corey Perry, but he's so good. So, like, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me that he is that guy. He just happens to be incredibly irritating to the rest of us when he is not on our team. By the way, just to rub salt in the wound, Corey Perry's tied for third in the team in points right now. <laughs> Remember when they waved him? Oh, oh, man. Speaking of former 
players on a team. Uh, Sarah, do you happen to know who's first on the team right now in playoff points? I just assume it's Tyler Toffoli because that means you're going to make fun of me. Yeah, It is Tyler Toffoli. He's leading the team with 14 points this playoff. This is just pointing out fact. I'm glad my boy is doing well. You hate to admit it, but you still love Tyler Toffoli and you miss him and Dodger. Oh, I don't hate to admit it at all. I straight up will admit it. I miss them. I want them. I want them back on my team. I love that little dog. No, there, there, there's no shame in admitting that oh, at all. I will but, admit you know. that dog is cute. Yeah, it's a it's a heckin' cute pupper. And it and the name of the pupper is Dodger. <laughs> How can you not love that name? Anyway, um, so we need to head to the second intermission. And, yeah, there will be a little surprise after this intermission, right? Uh, I believe so, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I guess I'll see you after the break for this, sort of. Wink, yeah. wink. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know what? we got to talk about betonline.ag, don't we? We do. We do. Yeah. Uh, they're the one place that has you covered and the one place we trust. All the sports are happening right now. You have Major League Baseball. Uh, maybe there's a bet on how often someone will get checked for foreign substances. The next ejection. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> what? I can make fun of MLB for this one. Uh, there's yeah. also the NBA playoffs. Well, the Clippers had a good run. Yep. I'll leave it at that. And you also have the Milwaukee Bucks and the Atlanta Hawks dueling it out in the Eastern Conference. So you have the NBA playoffs. And, you've, and of course, you have the Stanley Cup final the Montreal Canadiens, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. If you want to get your bets in on that, where should they go, Sarah? They should go to betonline.ag on their website or on their mobile device or wherever you find internet things. Ooh, and what is the promo code to get a 50% welcome bonus? The promo code is locked on when you go to betonline.ag. Ooh, so give me a random number. 34. Ooh, interesting. So if you de- if you deposit thirty four dollars and use the promo code locked on, you will get a seventeen dollar welcome bonus. There you go. It is betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And Sarah, what should they do? Uh, they should gamble responsibly, my friends. What should they not do? Uh, bet it all on the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> It's been over a month. You're still on that? It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Poor Leafs. So, folks, make sure to definitely stick around for the third segment. Uh, we have a bit of a surprise. Is that the best way to put it? I, I, I believe so. Yeah. So I'll, I'll see you in the third segment, right? Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think I'll be here. Okay. So stay tuned for the third segment of this very podcast. We'll get to that on the other side. Literally on the other side of the country. Welcome back to Locked on SoCal Hockey. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, your tour guide, your aficionado, your charcuterie expert. Oh my goodness. And I'm back with Sarah Avampato from Locked On King. Say hello. Howdy. 
How's it going? It's, uh, now I'm thinking about charcuterie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're a little hungry, aren't we? A little bit. Yeah, we might have to get some food later. Um, those of you that have keen ears might notice a little bit of a different quality, as it were. Should we go with that? Perhaps there's no uh, lag time between conversational phrases. Yeah, there really isn't. No weird, like, suddenly sound like a robot. But we can actually say some things at the same, same time. time? <laughs> that did not work as well as I thought. Look. So we could finally finish each other's... Sandwiches? That's, it. That's all I was going to say. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> um, we, do have, we do have something to talk about that did come up on Monday's presser before game one of the Stanley Cup final. And it's the fact that there's going to be some outdoor games played, not in Raleigh, North Carolina. Sarah, if you would be so kind as to talk about that a little bit, I will give you the floor. All right. So everyone gets super excited here because these are the outdoor games for the 2021-2022 season. Uh, spoilers, I'm being sarcastic. Uh, the Minnesota Wild are getting the uh, Winter Classic. It's going to be held at Target Field, the home of the Minnesota Twins. Uh, they're playing the St. Louis Blues. So, oh, great. Oh, great. Uh, and then, wait, wait, is this Minnesota without Kaprizov, maybe? Potentially. Oh, boy. There goes any excitement there. Yay. Uh, and then the Stadium Series is going to the Nashville Predators, which will be played at Nissan Stadium, the home of the NFL, the home of the NFL's Tennessee Titans, uh, they're playing the Tampa Bay Lightning because That'll if be there's slaughter. any team in this league that actually needs more press right now and more airtime, it's the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh joy! So those are our outdoor games. Um, yeah, mm. I. As long as Nashville doesn't trot out those jerseys from two years ago. Didn't they just have an... Oh, wait, they did, didn't they? 2020 against the Dallas Stars. Is that who they played? That's who they played. Nashville and Dallas. You know how oh, they that? did. Because yeah. of Corey Perry's walk of shame. That's exactly why. <laughs> the, the Corey Perry walk of shame. Like... Mm. Yep. So it's like, on, on the one hand... As someone who covers hockey in a non-traditional market, quote-unquote, like, I enjoy the fact that that stadium series is going to two teams from non-traditional hockey markets. They're both Sunbelt teams, or I guess Nashville Sunbelt-ish. Like, I, I like the fact that it, the league is, you know, actually finally putting more of a spotlight in these big marquee events two teams that aren't just the same, you know, original six teams over and over again. You would think. You'd think. But, man, like, get creative. <laughs> no like, kidding. I mean, even, you know, I, I can't complain too much because the Kings obviously had the stadium series uh, the previous what? season. And, you know, that was a really cool experience. It was really great to get to go out there and see the game and everything. Uh, and I just thought it was cool that the Kings got included in that. But I would love to see, like... I mean, heck, Columbus and Tampa Bay, like, ca- capitalize on the, like, the, the feelings Who wants from... wants to see Columbus right I mean, now? well, I mean, yeah, right now they're bad. But, like, you know, there was that moment in time where Columbus swept the lightning a couple years ago. That would have been a great time to put Columbus in more of a spotlight because, holy crap, big national story. They just swept the best team in the league. Uh, there's a lot of teams that I think, actually, you know what? 
I'm surprised mm-hmm. that Vegas hasn't appeared in any outdoor game yet. That's not the team I was going to say, but I'm glad you brought that up because Vegas is the hot team. They've had four consecutive playoff appearances in all four of their seasons. Ugh. Is that right, Sarah? Is it four in four? I'm sorry. I'm, is that a little too sarcastic, folks? Let's be honest here. I mean, Sarah's giving me this look. You don't want to see what I'm seeing, but she's throwing daggers at me. Look, just because they're the expansion team. I'd rather see Seattle in an outdoor game before Vegas. Let's put it that way. Seattle-Vegas outdoor game. <gasps> Ooh, okay, so dear NHL. Let, let's write this letter. Dear, We've got an idea for you. Okay, dear NHL. I'm going to like mock right here. Dear NHL, please put an outdoor game, dot, 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 in Seattle mm-hmm. at Century Link Field, where the Seahawks play, and put Seattle up against the Vegas Golden Knights in the 2023 Outdoor Classic. Ooh. I like it. Yes. Signed. How do we sign this? Um. Locked on (laughs) SoCal Hockey. (laughs) P.S. We will take any seats for this idea. <laughs> I feel like, but that would be interesting. That like, would and, be. and that's one of the things that I liked most about, uh, you know, we kind of made a little bit of fun of um, Carolina. Like, I liked the fact that Carolina looked like they were going to get an outdoor game because finally, finally, like they haven't gotten one. Uh, it would have, they would have put on a heck of a spectacle there in, in North Carolina um, I don't even know who they were supposed to play, but I don't, I don't even know if they had an opponent, but you know, it was really cool to finally see a, a different team than the usual kind of slate of suspects yeah. get that outdoor game. And that's actually what I wanted to segue to about three minutes ago and I totally forgot about it. Um, no, Carolina should absolutely be the next team in line because mm-hmm. look at the talent they have on mm-hmm. that team. You got lacrosse scoring Shvetnikov on that team. And you've got a slew of other terrific players, including former Duck Yanni Hockenpah, who's now a freaking legend in Carolina. But here's why. Can you imagine, when they get it, the storm surge for an outdoor game? Yes. Oh, man. Give it to me. Which goes into the other bit of news, that apparently they're going to have the outdoor game the following season. And I think there was a little more that you want to talk about on that. Yeah, I mean, I think that there was... Whenever the the league first announced the slate of outdoor games for next season, there was kind of a lot of feelings from Hurricanes fans because they were supposed to have one that then got canceled because of everything getting canceled because of COVID this past season. Uh, And so, understandably, fans immediately are jumping to why is my team not why 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 hast thou forsaken us gary bettman uh and i mean the answer is that the hurricanes organization uh asked the nhl like hey skip us come back to us uh you know and i think that you know a lot of it was because of wanting to make 100 percent sure that there's no covid restrictions and that they can actually put on the best possible you know outdoor game that they possibly could and and I totally understand that. I, I get fans being frustrated and being upset with, you know, having to delay this opportunity. But, you know, I think with the ever-changing 
COVID situation. We're seeing places uh, go back and increase their mask mandates and uh, regulations and everything because of the variants that are coming up. You know, I think it's a pretty safe choice to say, hey, we're going to see how things go and then we'll come back next year. Uh, and, and so that that's going to be one heck of a party, though, whenever the Hurricanes do finally get that outdoor game. Uh, they deserve it. They are a yep. fun team to watch. Uh, maybe by then uh, they'll have a former king on the team or something that I can care about. Uh, but, you know, it, it's it's kind of disappointing to see, like, the Wild, the Blues have been in outdoor games before. The Predators, uh. obviously... Has I don't have the Lightning been nope. in an outdoor? No. Nope. So the Lightning haven't been in an outdoor game before, but I'm like so tired of the Tampa Bay Lightning. So am I. So <laughs> like, am I. It's like at least make a Carolina versus Florida. Yes. Because neither of those teams have played an outdoor game. Yeah, that's and, cool. And you know what? Is Florida? Yeah, Florida's actually pretty good. Yeah. Hmm, who does Florida have on their team? Oh, they have some guy named Barkov, who's mm-hmm. pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I guess he's okay, right? Yeah, they have him. They have potential future goalie phenom, uh, Spencer Knight. Wow. Who, you know, can usurp uh, Sergei Borovsky very easily. Like, it, it, Bold it, statement. I, bold statement. It's Okay, it, fine. It's, it's not. He usurped him in the playoffs. That's so. true. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah. Yeah, who else is on the Florida Panthers right now? I mean, there's a lot of good players on the team that we just can't think of because we haven't watched them. And oh, duh, Huberdeau. Mm-hmm. We forgot about him. How could we? We're sorry, Jonathan Huberdeau. You're a terrific player and should get all the awards. But you're also a very underrated team. But it would be cool to see Carolina versus Florida. Yeah. Especially if next season, just like far out their prediction, both teams make the playoffs. Both teams play each other in the playoffs, and they have a nasty playoff. That so that could create some outdoor drama as well. Just maybe, maybe. So we'll see where things go. Yeah. On that. Yeah. 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 It could be fun. Yeah. Like I'm not. I, this isn't even a like. I'm annoyed at the situation because my team isn't getting the thing. I don't care. The Kings yeah. had one last year. Uh, you know. I don't. I don't know how what your feelings are about the Ducks and outdoor games. Like you don't want to see that. They, they, had, they had one. They shut out the Kings. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Now Sarah's going to shoot daggers at me. So I think it's a good time to end before she murders me here. But we're... <laughs> you know what? I'm going to just talk for a minute while she calms down. So I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, the host of Locked on Ducks. You can find my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Odyssey, Smoke Signal... What, what whatever other forms we could think of that play podcasts. Subliminal messages. Yes. They, they all play in there. When sublim- anyway, so make sure to tune into Locked on Ducks for that. And it's Wednesday. You had a national show earlier today, so make sure to hear Sarah Avampado on Locked on NHL and Locked on LA Kings. You can find her on Twitter at Locked on LA Kings because I guess I'm going to talk now because Sarah's just staring at me. So Locked on LA Kings or you could find her on Twitter at Right Said Sarah. That's W-R-I-T-E and Sarah with an H. And you could also check out her Substack, which is Line to the Throne. <laughs> She's laughing now. And you could also check out all her work on the socials. 
So yeah, and check her out Mondays and Wednesdays on Locked on NHL. You're still laughing, so I'm going to keep going. You can find me on Twitter at StimpyJD. You can find my show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. Please rate, comment, do all that fun stuff. Yay. I was going to make a Corey Perry joke, but then you just did all of that so brilliantly that I don't want to, like... Make your Corey Perry joke and we'll land I mean, it. I didn't really have a joke. I was just going to say, like, Corey Perry, LOL, but, uh, you know, I can't. I, I, it's, I don't have... It's, I, I, Sixth I don't, I don't show think. in a row, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot get by one show these days without a mention of Corey Perry, so thank you, Sarah, Listen, take that. that up with your general manager. Oh, Bob, what are you doing? <laughs> Bob, don't screw this up later next month. Oh, it's the end of the month. Do you know what's tomorrow? Oh, Canada. It's Canada Day. So for those that are celebrating in Canada, happy Canada Day, everybody. That is in a few hours. Have, yeah. have fun doing whatever it is you do. Uh, I, I'm sure it involves moose or something. No, it, it involves poutine. And moose. And moose. Yeah, lots of moose. All right, we're way over time. So we're going to end now, oh God, by saying thank you all for listening. It is all appreciated to hear all of you. Um, oh, Spotify Green Room. When are we doing that? I don't know. I don't know either. Just follow the Twitter. We'll do a Green Room maybe tomorrow. There's no hockey tomorrow. We could we could do it tomorrow. Yeah, sure. Do, do you want to do it tomorrow? Sure, why not? Sure. So announcement, folks. Uh, Spotify Green Room at Locked on Ducks will be tomorrow. At what time we... Don't know. We we just chose it. Actually, you know why it's tomorrow? No hockey. Yeah, just go 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 follow the Twitter. Go follow his Twitter. Yeah, we're rambling now. So so, on behalf of myself, Jason, JD Hernandez, and that was Sarah Avocado. I'm gonna let you finish it off. Uh, please. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Come back tomorrow and every day this week and basically forever for more Kings or Ducks content on whatever show you're listening to on Locked On Kings and or Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.